Welcome to the Caregiver Wellness Podcast. Today we have David Lee with myself and a fantastic conversation and one thing that will really surprise you when you do the practice. So don't miss the practice. We're so glad that you tuned in and that we hope you will join us for uh, two days. There are half days, October 2nd and 3rd for the Caregiver Wellness Retreat. It's free and we hope that you'll share it with everyone that you know. It's fantastic for anyone and especially we focus on caregiving for dementia and other Alzheimer's and other dementia rather. And we're really excited about this because there it's virtually as if you're taking a retreat to Santa Fe, New Mexico. So it's just a respite within your own home and we really are excited to have you join us. If you'd like to sign up for that, it's caregiverwellnessretreat.com and stay tuned to join us for Dave and Lee. So I would love to, uh, first of all, introduce you. Dave and Lee, who is in Santa Fe, New Mexico, has the Power of Yin, which is a beautiful women's program where she does a practice of Qigong. And from what I see, this is my interpretation, <laughs> a, a really beautiful gathering of women to do a practice that is slow and meaningful and, and, and rich in, in terms of um, looking at the, the practice of movement and, and also how it goes into the deeper layers of, of really of being a woman, from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my interpretation. <laughs> I would love for you to tell me just briefly, what, what is this practice for you? And, and maybe also a brief description of what Qigong is. Yes, thank you. Well, I like that description. Um, so my practice brings together Qigong, sacred Taoist sexuality understandings. I'm a biodynamic craniosacral therapist, so sensitivity to energy, the understanding of how we heal and the nervous system um, and grounding. Um, so Qigong itself, and then I'll back into the rest of your question, Qigong is a, is a meditative movement practice that was practiced by ancient shamans. It was connected to nature, inspired by nature, and it moves energy in our bodies. So it's a healing modality. Um, It's associated often with China and Chinese medicine. Now, um, the practices that I do and the programs that I offer, the power of the yin, um, is really about uh, increasing our sensitivity um, allowing us to tune into our deeper, our deep inner voice and our inner truth. Um, it's about uh, being able to be a channel for energy that is grounded and can manifest effectively so that we can really be powerful in the world with what we came here to bring. So uh, that sounds really I'm, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Very, uh, not lofty, but like, wow. So, so, so I want to put it in, into context in terms of, um, I'm so honored. You are, you are a part of our on-demand caregiver retreat right now that we have on our website. 
um, and, and you offer a segment, which is really, really beautiful um, with a, a, a water. Calming the waters. Calming the water, but you call it a form. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Qigong form. It's not my practice. So I love, I love learning about it. So, um, and I love that what we've done online is, is like 10 minutes, you go in and you practice and you can feel the effects of it. And you can go back and repractice it. Um, for those listening and watching, it's free, free for anyone. So whether you're a caregiver or, or not, uh, or a caregiver of Alzheimer's or just, just a caregiver, I don't know if you saw the statistics, but uh, there is, there's a really uh, profound quote by um, Rosalind Carter. She has the Rosalind Carter Institute, uh, uh, former, former president's wife, <laughs> Ms. Carter. So, and, and she's an institute for caregiving. And in it, she states, if, if you are, have not already been, if you are currently not, you certainly will be a caregiver at some point in your life. Okay. Yeah, I, I just got goosebumps too. Yeah. I, it is it is not something that we are prepared for. I think it's not like you you go to school to get a profession or you go to yada yada and you know we just saw my son walk past. He was dusting, right? So we we equip um, or we were equipped, right, to do the stuff of life, but I think never of caregiving. And I think that is such a radical thing for us to start thinking about. And what I love about your practice. And so that kind of brings me to, I'd love for you to share a couple of minutes of just maybe a sampling so we can get a feel for maybe what we can do right now. Absolutely. I would love to do that. So the first thing is to make sure you're comfortable with how you're sitting. If you're in a chair, have your feet on the, on the floor, on the ground. So you begin to feel that connection to the earth. Whatever surface you're sitting on, um, pull the buttocks out to either side. This is a yoga trick so that you can feel the contact of the sit bones. So the sit bones are also your contact with the earth. And just in this moment with the soles of the feet connected to the earth, the sit bones rooting down towards and into the soil of the earth. Just feel how that allows your energy to drop. And the energy dropping, this is a, literally a down-regulating of the nerve happening. And just take a breath. I already feel oh, that sigh, which is a release of tension, another sign of the down-regulation of the nervous system. And then we're gonna bring our hands to what we call in Qigong Dantian. So I'll give a little, I'll scoot back so you can see me. So the left hand is gonna be on your belly between the belly button and the pubic crest and the right hand covering. And just relax your shoulders and breathe into your belly and feel how the inhale expands the belly and the exhale allows the belly to draw in and you're softening in the belly to allow this freedom of movement. Just take a few breaths, the sit bones, the feet are still grounded. And then 
we're going to gently circle the belly with the hands. So you're going to be moving clockwise up on the right, coming across the belly button, down on the left, across the pubic crest or the pubic bone. Just a gentle warming, caressing, softening with the hands. So in Qigong practice and in Taoist anatomy, the lower Dantian, this part of the belly, is actually our center. And this is where we want our energy to, we want to cultivate our energy to be strong, to be alive, to be dynamic in the belly. And this is where we want to move from in the world. And the other beautiful thing about Lower Dantian, about the belly that we know from Western medicine is that this is, this is known as the enteric nervous system. There are, there's an interlacing of nerves in the viscera here that actually communicate with our mind. It's the belly brain, it's our gut. So this is a source of our intuition. So we want to soften the tension that's here so that our intelligence in the belly is available. And also this is just very grounding and soothing. And of course, as caregivers, one of the biggest challenges is being depleted, having our energy be depleted. And so this also helps us to uh, coalesce our energy, to reconnect with our energy to renew our energy. And then you can just let the hands come to stillness. Take another breath. And then we'll complete that. And some of you may even feel warmth in the hands. Yeah. You can build that chi. That's your energy. Oh my gosh, my hands were, they almost felt, I was sweating. I mean, there was so much heat coming off, uh, which was really interesting. And the other interesting thing is I, I needed to burp. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's good for your digestion. This is also the direction of digestion. <laughs> that's also good for you. Like, All right, you know, I think that's fantastic. I love that you explained about the enteric nervous system. I think so much, so much is talked about, about how stress is bad. There's a lot of negative talk about stress is bad. And also there's, there's, you know, when, when you're in the caregiving world, people talk about compassion fatigue and we talk about burnout, caregiver burnout. And those are really big, big things. And also that not all stress is bad. And mm -hmm. then when, when the good stress is working, I, and, and I mean, maybe you want to explain a little bit. I, I could talk about the nervous system all day, but if right. you, <laughs> I love the nervous system. Um, but I yeah. love how you explain in the enteric. And, and I don't know if you want to recap that a little bit in terms mm -hmm. of what I was just talking about, how, right, the, the, the stress actually uh, is, is, helps us balance balance our nervous system, right, between regulation and deregulation. Do you want to speak to that a little bit? You know, um, 
what I'm tempted to speak to is why the, what this has to do with the power of the yin and what the yin is, which I haven't explained and not everybody may know, and why it's important when you're in a, a, a situation that is, it is, that is potentially taking so much from you. Um, so just to say for a moment that the yin is often known as the feminine principle versus the yang, which is the masculine. But the yin is the quiet, the internal, it's the, um, it's the intuition, it's the inner knowing, it's the inner quiet place. Um, and it's where we go to renew so that we can move into the yang and do all the outward things that we need to do. And so if you think about the belly brain, um, I want to keep referencing my own belly. If you think about the belly brain, this is the yin and this is the yang. And this cannot function from here up without a connection to the belly. And when we're exhausted, when we're depleted and we don't take the time to drop in, we end up functioning up here and it really drains our energy, it's exhausting. And also we might not make the clearest, best decisions. So when we move into our intuition, our inner knowing, um, the subtle things that we're picking up that we may not have processed in our minds yet, it's really important to, to stay in touch with this. Um, I often think about this area as a well of water, and which is a, element, a yin element. We want our well to be full. And you can check in and see how low is that water level in my well. I want it to be full. So, um, and yes, so the need for good stress, I think that can be confusing um, for people because what is good stress? I think of it like uh, sports or when you're, you're doing something exciting and you need to make a decision or you're on your edge in a creative way you know, the energy rises and that's a yang moment and that is thrilling and that totally balances out, you know, the deep meditative, calm, quiet. So that's how I think about those two expressions of the nervous system and how much we need them both. Absolutely. I love, I love the, the visualization of yen being like a well of water. And I, I think so much you know, even though we were talking about the feminine here, I noticed that uh, uh, Ron Freckleton, who is one of our caregivers in Calgary, joined the conversation. So hi, Ron. <laughs> and and I and I remember actually a comment that he made at the last. I'm gonna call you out, Ron. At <laughs> 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 our, our last live, when we were in, in, be able to be in person, it was a year ago, May, that we were in Calgary. And someone encouraged him to come do the chair yoga and he'd not done it before and, and did some movement. And, and I think sometimes there is a little bit of a stigma about quieter practices, or if you're, especially if you're a go, go, go person or a doer, that maybe that isn't really for you. And I, what I'm finding, in fact, we were just having a conversation in, a, in, a, in another little group on Facebook about, you know, one, one thing we don't know, first of all, till we try, right? Until we did this quiet movement, like and the reactions that my body had, I was surprised with, you know, the belch and then the heat. <laughs> but also, like, 
we don't, you know, and maybe, maybe that might not be for me, but maybe I can just take that little nugget, right? That little piece of that, that knowing the touching and the first thing that you did, which was you had us feel our sits bones and our sits bones connected to our feet for yeah. deregulation. That is powerful. It is. That is powerful. And so what I, where I'm going with this is I think, I think it's important to know that whatever your contemplative practice is, whatever your yin-like practice is, mm -hmm. is powerful. And maybe, maybe people watching already have one. And I would be really curious to know what those, what those things are, but it's the things that bring us, right? Like you said, that fill, that fill the well, that bring us back to ourselves. Are there other things that you do? I'm really curious. You only just do Qigong. <laughs> Being in nature. Yeah. Don't you have goats? Nature, do you nature, nature. Um, I, I had goats for years. I don't, I don't anymore, although I miss them. But really, you know, can I say something else? Like another, um, not just a metaphor, but a reality about how to think about the yin as a, as a foundation, because there are people who are more expressive and more comfortable being out there and doing. And if we don't tap into our roots at some point, we will get burned out no matter, I mean, I'm a very young person. I'm very expressive. I love to be in the world. And over time, before I discovered these practices, I started to be exhausted. I started to have that adrenal depletion, which is another aspect of the nervous system, right? So another image to add to that feeling of the deep well is the roots of a tree. Um, you know, the trees don't grow on the surface. They can't get very high and very far if they're not rooting deep into the earth. So we talked about the water as an element of the yin. The earth is also an element of the yin. If you think about it as dark, deep, the nutrients, the compost, um, the, the, even the thickness and the heaviness, that's the anchor that then allows a healthy, full supported expression in the world. So, um, and I, we all know that we're living in a culture that honors young expression, but a lot of times it's false young. It doesn't have a root. It's not grounded. In other words, it's another way to think of it. You have to be grounded or you could imagine yourself like a mountain. You know, the peak is this expression of the yang. But we have to have this wide base. It's just solid. And that, I mean, it makes me feel my belly. That's where the power, the expression, I call it, you know, manifesting. I love that word. Bringing things out into the world comes from. So, no, your practice doesn't have to look like meditation. Um, and... Uh, of course, I'm an advocate for listening to that quiet voice, no matter what your personality is like. There is incredible knowledge there. And I think of that and the yin, that's really the engine that's behind all expression to me. Everything that happens outwardly, it starts deep inside. That's why. <laughs> your visualizations of, of the well and feeling like a root and then another analogy to go along with that, or maybe um, when you're thinking about, and especially in caregiving, so there, where, where the, the tip happens in burnout and in 
compassion fatigue is when we take on the other person's pain. Oh yeah. And then that dampens because the, the science actually behind compassion and the research that I've been studying is that compassion causes us to act, which is exactly what caregivers do. They, they love that. Like that's, that's, that's where they can, that's why they keep caregiving because there is a sense of fulfillment and that that's also chemical and part of your enteric nervous system and the hormonal system, which is uh -huh. so fascinating. But how do we not get burned out? How do we keep going back into? And I think, I think the key is, is knowing that your roots are your roots. In other words, these things are going to pass, these feelings, these whatever, and, and that you have to go into your own roots that, that what you're experiencing, if I'm taking care of you, I don't have to take on your pain or I don't have to take on, right? But I can be there with you and I can do things for you and with you, but I don't have to like wear it like a big heavy coat, you know? And I think these practices, especially what you said, remembering where your roots are, remembering that base of support. Yeah. Helps alleviate that. Yeah, that brings up two really important things. I mean, one is that um, there's a way in which we need to honor the integrity of what the other person is going through by not taking it on. Like that doesn't actually help somebody. I don't want somebody to suffer the way I am. I want them to see me completely. I want them to witness me and be present. But if they take it on, it's almost like they're co-opting my experience. So we have to take it a step deeper. Like compassion is not taking on somebody else's wounds. And if we wanna show up for somebody, what is the most healing thing? Somebody who's grounded and healthy and available and spacious, not somebody who's equally as burdened as we are or who's, who's taking on our stuff. And so, um, uh, and we're also a model of health. We're bringing health into the environment. Like that's the gift that we can bring. Um, to everything we do, whether we're caregivers or in this moment or not. Um, so it's, it's tricky, that idea that to be compassionate means we need to suffer like those we want to be in compassion with, you know, and it, and it's not, we think that there's either that or we're unfeeling to the, to what's happening. And those are not the only options, you know? Um, so yeah. And so, you know, you mentioned these practices. I mean, they're just, they really are about caring for yourself and feeling the wholeness, like uh, connecting with who you are more and more fully so that you can embody that and be that presence because that's what you're, that's the gift that you're bringing. That's the compassionate gift that you're offering. And not, and not easy to, to do that. I, mm. I think, um, one thing I really appreciate about the practice that you did is that it was short and simple and, and yeah. everyone can remember that in terms of, yeah, just holding your, your belly, feeling even when you're seated, you can feel the earth and the roots of trees. That's beautiful. 
Yeah, and this is why we call it a practice because we have to practice, 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 and the practice never ends. <laughs> You're never done practicing. <laughs> one of my one of my teachers says, "Well, the reason we practice are for days like this." <laughs> so that's right. Uh, so that we so it can unfold for us. Sometimes I'm like, "What well, want today?" <laughs> but okay, <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we go? Mm. Well, let's see. Nuggets of wisdom. I don't know. We just hit on some good stuff. I just, um, uh, I think we're all working with the conditioning that to care for ourselves is selfish and takes away from caring for others. And and we know more and more, oh, we have this, oh, I've been told that caring for myself first is the most important thing, but it really is. And again, it's, we're also setting an example. You know, we're being that which we wanna see in the world. We're being that which we want to bring to those that we're caring for. And, um, and it isn't easy. I don't want to say, let's just do this. It is something that I have to come to every day I am challenged in it every day, just like you said, I don't want to do it today. Um, and yeah, to start with five minutes and to not, um, you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be perfect. Don't judge yourself. Just allow yourself that time. It's so powerful. And as you step into that, you might find you want more and more and it becomes, it, it will, it can start to become a larger part of your life. But um, it's not another should, it should just, you know, it's just some, a gift, you know, to give yourself. I feel like I could talk to you all day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I, was just, I was just thinking about that and I think, oh, if someone thinks a should is that I need to sit and feel my belly, that's not necessarily true because that's what we were just talking about. There's so many contemplative and yin like practices that, that deregulate. And I think, I think that's what I've taken away most from our conversation today is, is that we need to have this, this balance of, you know, upregulation, deregulation so that, so that our well is full so that we can connect back to a part of us that maybe that we're not experiencing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited to have you a part of our, we're, we, we are almost ready to go live. So, so the, the site is, is complete. And by the end of the week, we'll be, be putting it out into the world for people to sign up. It is completely free and you, and like everyone else are professionals and experts in their field and everyone, every part of this, people have donated their time and energy for caregivers and I could not be more proud to have someone of, of, of your caliber and the rest of our presenters. I mean, it's pretty incredible. So super excited to have you a part of that. And it's October 2nd and 3rd. And I believe, do you remember which day you are? I should have had that out already. I think. Uh, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I'm good for eating. <laughs> You're, you're back October 2nd. If folks can't make it, it'll be available every place. If you sign up, then you just get all the links and things like yes. that. So yeah. uh, that'll be fantastic. And this is the online caregivers retreat. Yes, right. the online caregivers retreat. And as I mentioned in the beginning, 
Davin is a part of the one we already have right now. So whether you're a caregiver or not, or you're just needing some, some wellness, uh, that's on our website right now, which is caregiverwellnessretreat.com. And then this one coming out in October, you're also a part of, so really honored that we're gonna be featuring a lot of folks from Santa Fe. So I'm super excited about that. And uh, I would love for you just to mention your website so people know where to find you. Yes, it's under my name, davenlee.com, D-A-V-E-N-L-E-E. -E. You can also find it under thepowerofthein.com. Uh, um, we'll, we'll put on, we're live on Facebook, so we'll put that there. And uh, for the podcast, we'll put it in the show notes as well. Great. It is wonderful to spend time with you. It always is. I, what I love about you actually is your contagious smile. Do you remember oh. it was like the very beginning of, of COVID and, and you're, you were driving and I didn't recognize you at all. And you're like, <laughs> stopped your car and waved like, <laughs> you know, like, ah! And it was so, like, you were the first person, like, person I knew that I'd seen since I'd been sheltering. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, someone I know, because I've just been waving at random strangers, like, because I was hungry for <laughs> human <laughs> contact. <laughs> really. So, so good to always see your smile and just to um, hear that joy in your voice for your practice. So thank you for sharing. Well, Melissa, I just want to honor this incredible gift that you give to the world with these retreats and practices and the passion you're bringing to that and how much that needs to be supported in the world. So I hope you're getting a lot of support, um, financial and otherwise. <laughs> I love it. Really uh, powerful. Thank you. And, and we are, you know, I feel, I do feel really supported um, in terms of uh, people's time, energy, talents, and, and it, it just, um, you know how you know you're doing the right thing? Like, yes, I do. feels like that's, that's the river. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Okay, uh, thank you. I will say, is, I'm just going to take a quick peek at the comments. Uh, no question. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, uh, Paula King said, the visualizations seem very grounding for me, whether meditation, slow, or somatic movement. It's all enhanced. And Jackie says, Hello, Paula. <laughs> know, right? Jackie says, offering something which can bring benefits in five minutes is pretty fantastic. So I agree. Aww. Good. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. And I look forward to um, just so much more. Me too. Thank you, Melissa. Thanks, Simon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. We hope that you'll go back to the archive and listen to some other great conversations that we've had. Okay, we've only had one other <laughs> since this is our second episode. But we hope that you'll catch Jillian and then uh, also check out some other conversations that we'll continue to have on our Facebook page, uh, Facebook Live. It's Carryover Wellness Retreats on Facebook. So if you do a little Google search for that, it'll pop up. And most importantly, we hope that you will continue to support and spread the word. We have a couple of ways you can do that. You can go on our website and you can click um, donate. Uh, of course, everything we offer is completely free. There is no catch at all. Uh, this is all for the love of caregivers. And of course, if you would like, you can also buy us a cup of coffee. And there's a link there in our bio under our podcast on anchor and all of the other many ways that you probably found this podcast 
and you click buy us a cup of coffee and donate uh, five bucks. Um, we hope that you will also enjoy our Caregiver Wellness Retreat October 2nd and 3rd live or watch it on replay. Have a fabulous and mindful day.